get started. We're learning Maseches Tainis Daf Kaf. We're starting at the second of the middle width lines at Tana Rabbanon. Uh, we have a lot of ground to cover. Uh, mostly uh, the whole Gemara Zagarata, a whole bunch of stories. Some of them are famous. Uh, the most famous of which would be Nachum Ish Gamzu. We'll spend some time today learning about him. You've heard about him? Good person. Good person. Good person. Um, and we're going to be, uh, it, it's a lot of lines, but we're going to be learning until three lines to, from the bottom of Chaf Aleph, Amad Aleph. And then on Shabbos, we'll learn the balance of Chaf Aleph and then learn Chaf Beis as well. I don't know how all of that's going to work, but we'll, whatever. Dafyomi will be on the same day. Uh, the Siyum of Hashas will be on the same day. That part for sure is true. <laughs> Says the Gemara, uh, two lines into the middle with lines on Chaf Amaral. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis taught us, Shlom, Shlosha, that's a bad start. Let's get it. It's just, let's get a little bit of a smoother oh. palate. That's okay. <laughs> Everybody knows me. It's fine. Tanu Rabbanon. Shlosha, I've never edited one video ever, not one video, with all the gaffes, with all the. I've switched up, but then I don't put those on. Shlosha, Lahem, Chama, Ba'aburan. There are three for whom the sun was uh, specifically asked to shine again. Moshe, Yoshua, Ben Akdimon, Ben Gurion. Dishlaman, Akdimon, Ben Gurion, Gemara. That we saw the tradition yesterday. We saw the story with him and the Roman and the water and the silver that we saw yesterday. Yoshua, Nami, Kra, he has a Pasuk that says, Good. Three possible answers for Moshe. The first two are Gzera Shabbos. Rabbi Elazar. Uh, these two words are the common words. One from the story of Moshe. That he will uh, instill his fear. And then by Yoshua, it says, which is a reference to say for Yoshua, for whom the sun stood. And therefore, uh, that is one possibility as to how we know that Moshe made the sun shine. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni Amar Asya Taste Taste. We have a different Xera Shava. Sivacha the Pasuk by Moshe reads Achel Taste Pachdecha. Sivhasam Biyom Taste Hashem Es Haimori. And that Pasuk that we just read, Biyom Taste Hashem Es Haimori, was in Sefer Yoshua as well. Third possible answer. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Asya Mi Gufe Dekra. We don't need any Pasuk. We have a Pasuk in Dvar. No Xera Shava. Pasuk is by Moshe. Shirishma Unshima Chava Ragzu Vachalami Panecha. Amasai Ragzu Vachalami Panecha. When is it that people will have this fear, this trepidation from you, Moshe? Bishash and Niktama Lochamala Moshe. That's at a time when Moshe was able to bring out the sun when it otherwise should not have been out. Obviously, all miraculous. What does this do for our Jewish calendar? Did they get an extra amount of time to say Mincha that day? Okay, these are. I wouldn't quite call it Purim Torah. It's not Purim Torah. These are real Shilas. But did the calendar go back to the way it should? Was night longer because sunset was later? I don't know. Just you have to look into the Mephorshim. Two-thirds of the way down at the two dots. We said that there was a scenario where there was one city that had rain in another city that, that did not. And we said that it was a klala for both. So now we're going to see a whole collection of psukim, some of which were familiar, uh, which are familiar to us from Eicha and from other sad uh, occurrences. Let's see what the Gemara says here. Both of them are negative. The city that got rain and the city that didn't get rain because they're all interconnected. Yerushalayim was uh, equated to a nida, to a woman who is uh, set aside due to her menstrual state. It's actually a bracha. That pasuk is a bracha of, of a nida because what is part and parcel of becoming a nida? There's a time when a nida will go to the mikvah and again be allowed 
to be with her husband. So too, there's going to be a time when Yerushalayim will be corrected as well. Where we'll have a base of Mikdash. Beautiful. Famously, we can almost hear the sing-song of the of the trap in our head, in our head of Hayasaka This is also a bracha. Why? Because it's ke almana, velo almana mamish. It's like a woman whose husband went out of town for a long time. The daito lachs or Allah, and he's, he plans on coming back. The same is true with Yerushalayim, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is planning on, uh, on bringing his Shekhinah back to Yerushalayim. Um, and uh, that is the, the second example. Here's another. I made it that you were going to be lowly, that you were going to be a uh, that you were going to be uh, uh, made. What? Degraded? Yeah, something like that. Disgraced, I think, is actually the word. I was, my brain was chasing one. Ushvalim, and you'll be lowly as well. This is also a bracha. Why is it that when you're viewed so lowly in the crowd, why is that a bracha? Says the Gemara, they won't make you the heads of the river. The river, when people would cross the river, the bridge, that's when they would collect taxes. So this is kind of like code word for being a tax collector. Below, below uh, Gizirifti, uh, which is a some type of like police officer or legal enforcer. That a Baruch Hu will hit the Jews like the like the reed moves in the water. This is also for a bracha. How so? What does the pasuk mean that It's better to have the injuries of the one who loves you than to have the negative kiss of the one who who hates you. So is it better to have a close friend be mean to you or to have your enemy be nice to you? So says the Gemara, Better was the klala that Achia Shiloni gave to the Jewish people. It was better than the bracha that Bilam gave. That's a really unbelievable thing. That's a pretty remarkable comment. First of the very long lines on Chafim Aleph. What was the klala that Achia Shiloni gave to the Jews? You should be hit as the uh, as the reed moves through the water. We know that it's rooted, of course, in water. It's uh, at the bottom of a seabed. And when it's cut, it regrows. It has a lot of roots. Even if it's all the winds in the world, the waters are moving very sharply. It doesn't actually move its roots. It just moves. The reeds will move in the direction of the water, uh, and and when all the waters calm calm down, nothing's changed. That's just, that's the yid that we should be able to withstand the test of time. That's how we've always had this comparison to a reed, and we've seen this many times over and heard many drushas about this. But that was Achya Shiloni, his klala, which was actually a bracha. Aval six lines from the bottom, Bilma Rasha, Birchan Be'eres. He, pray, he uh, praised the Jews to be like a cedar tree, Shanem Rozim. And skipping the uh, parentheses, says the Gemara, five lines from the bottom on Chaf It's not sitting in a place that's, uh, that's sitting in water. It doesn't easily replace its uh, branches when it's cut off. It doesn't have long roots. It doesn't move at all. Totally stiff. doesn't move at all. But when you get a very, very strong southern wind, like a storm wind, then it can tear out the whole entire tree and you'll never be able to get it back. So that was the bracha that Bilam gave the Jews. That wasn't such a bracha. That's not such a bracha. So the bracha that Bilam gave was worse than the klala 
that Achya Shiloni gave. Bilaod, and furthermore, because of this comparison, as we will soon see in more detail, to use a reed, we we're able to use that Litol Hemenu Kumus, that we're able to use that and shape it into a quill. Lichtov Bo Sefer Torah We don't do that today. Today they use uh, they use the feathers, they, they take a feather and the stem of the feather that's long and they cut it at a particular angle and they put a little uh, cut right in the middle to absorb some of the uh, some of the ink and that's how we write but in theory they couldn't they could halakhically have used a quill just like this my two lines from the bottom there's a story Shabbat Rabbi Elazar Rabbi Elazar I'm sorry there you go you're like 10 for 10 Vlad why do I always skip one half of a line? It's unbelievable. So do I. I've got three fingers sitting right here. And the extraction of uh, this whole story was that we should be rach, uh, we should be soft as is a kana, as is a reed, and we should not be kasha as is a cedar tree. So the story goes. Shabbat Rabbi Elazar ben Reb Shimon Migdal Gedor mi Beis Rabbah. He was learning from his Rebbe, and he came from the city of uh, uh, Migdal Gedor. Vaya Rochav al Chamor. He was riding on a donkey. Metayel al Nahar, and he was right at the edge of the river. V'sameach Simcha Gedola. He was so happy. Vahay Sadaito Gasa Alav, and he had a little shtekel gaiva. Ibn Shalama Torah Harbe because he learned a lot of Torah. On the top of of Chafamid Beis Nizdamein Lo Adam Echad Shahemachuar Beyoser. He came across in his path someone who was very unattractive. And if you take a look at Rashi, the first Rashi on Chafim the Beis Dibur Maskel Nizdamin Lo Adam Yesh Svarim Shekasu Behen Eliyahu Zachur Latov Hu Niskavin Hochicho Shelo Yargil B'Davar. It's not appropriate that you should be such a Balgaiva. You should lower yourself. You're not so great. And we know from the Mishnah Pirkei Avos the Kilakachno Tzarta. When people are learning Torah and they feel so good, that's why we are here. We are here to refine our neshamas, and say, learning Torah is probably the single best way to do that. So Eliyahu Anavi Eliyahu came to teach him a lesson. So the person who was Mechuar, this person was uh, was very unattractive. He saw him and he said, Hello, Shalom Aleichem, and he didn't respond. You empty one. Wow, this person is very, uh, very, very unappealing. Is everyone in your neighborhood as ugly as you are? Very, right? Right? I'm not sure. Why don't you go to the person who made me and say, Ooh. So that's a good response. And immediately he realized that he was being tested. Once he, Rebbe Lazar, noticed that he had made an error, he got down from the animal he was riding, and he prostrated himself before this Ishmechuar. I afflicted you. Please forgive me. He says, I'm not going to forgive you until you go to the one who made me and tell him. So he kept chasing him until he finally got to his hometown. The people in town saw this chash of a rub behind the uh, less attractive guy. They said, wow, welcome. It's so great to have you in town. The Ishmuchur said, Who are you calling such a chash of a yid? And they said, The guy behind you. He's a big Tamil chacham. He's a posseg. He's a dayan. Hashem should uh, bench the world. There should not be more people like him. What happened? This is what he did to me. Even so, you should still forgive him. So, it's such an interesting Misa. What about the halachos of Lashon Hara? 
What about the fact that you have someone who's viewed as a Tamil Chacham, who is willing to call someone an Ish Mechuar? Isn't that supposed to be one thing, that you're one entity, that you're so refined that you don't do those things? Okay, he has the Yitzhar, that's what it was, it must be. But the story is, yeah, the thing, made a mistake. You just, you, you, you want to hope that when you're, when you're the Gavri Rabba, that you're not making these kinds of mistakes. You're reading the story, it's hard to read the story. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, a, it's not, uh, doesn't sit well. Because they always take these out of their writing books. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. yeah. What was that book called? Making of a Gadol. Yeah. So, Amar Lahem, um, the Ish Mechuar says to the people of the city, Bishvilchem Hareni Mochelob, only because of you will I forgive him for what he did. It will vaj shaloyihei ragilasos came first of the middle with lines, um, one third of the way down, and then and then fine. Miyad immediately they moved back into town. Nechnas Rebbe Elazar ben Reb Shimon v'Darash, and he gave a drasha. What drasha did he give? Laolamihei Adam Rachka Kanevaihei Kasha Keres, and he says that that's how a person should behave. It's that you should be Rachka Kane and not uh, not stiff like an Eres. Therefore, Zacha. And therefore, uh, because of this attribute of the Kana, it was therefore able to be used for, to write a Sefer Torah. So a little bit of a different language, because here it says Torah Tefillin Umezuzos, and I believe previously it said Torah Nevim and Ksuvim. A little bit of a different. I don't, I don't know what the halachic differences are between those, but just picking it up on this now. I didn't notice it when I learned it. I just noticed it right now. But it seems a little different, and I don't know what the halachos are in regards to them. I don't think that there's actually a categorical difference halachically. I'm not sure. But it is interesting the Gemara does frame them to be a little differently. Almost halfway down at the two dots. If you have a city that has something terrible going on, as we pointed out, it's a certain number of people dying in a certain concentration of days or buildings that are falling. So we said that you're Masrian in the Mishnah. Let's learn what this means. And the rabbis teach us a brisa, And this brisa has some uh, doubled language, some duplicative language. When we talk about a mapolis that a building fell, we're talking about a building that was brios. It was a healthy building and not a rickety building. And as well, and another distinction is that one was not fit to fall, and the other is that it was fit to fall. So that's very strange. Aren't those the same exact languages? To say that they're healthy and that they're not ready to fall. And also as well on the flip side, with an iron. And also a weak wall and a wall that is ready to fall. Lotricha says the Gemara, what case are we talking about this double language? It was built well, but it was very tall. So things that are very tall are more likely to fall. Yinami, or as well, the Kaiman Aguda Denara, or it's built on the bank of a river where the ground is very saturated. And because the ground is very saturated, the building is more likely to fall. Now, we mitigated that by putting in, in our world, by putting in foundations that are made out of cement, that hopefully water will not erode. Sometimes our foundations crack a little bit. You get some water in your basement. Okay, but the way that they're made, the idea is that even if you lived on the bank of a, of a river, they didn't build their houses that way, obviously. So that's what the Gemara says. Halfway down, six lines, seven lines into the Y lines. There was a particular um, a structure that was rickety in the city of Naharda. They would not go under it. Even though it had been standing for 12 years. One day, Rav Adabar Ava came to, to Nahardai, came to the city where they were. Shmuel says to Rav, we should go the circuitous route. We should not take him 
under this uh, bridge because it's a dangerous place to go. Rav says back to Shmuel, we don't need to go the circuitous route right now. Because he's with us. He has a tremendous amount of zechuyos and we have nothing to be afraid of. Uh, and then the Gemara continues. Rav Huna havalei hahu chamra bahu beisa reiya ubayilifnuye. He had a uh, he had something. He had wine in his house, wine barrels in his house. But the house was rickety, and he wanted to and he wanted to go in there to take everything out. The problem is he didn't want to get crushed in the house. If he were to walk in there, and the house would fall. The house was unstable. So what did he do? Clever guy. He gets into a conversation with Rav Ada Barava. I lay the Rav Ada Barava the house. Somebody brings Rav Ada Barava to the house where the barrels are. And he sits there and talks and learning. Oh, tell me about the sugya. They're sitting and learning and hawking in the sugya for like 20 minutes as he brings barrel after barrel out of the house. Buster the nafak after he brings out the last barrel and Ravada Barava walks out of the house. The whole house fell down because Ravada Barava was an ish zechuyos. He was able to hold these things off. Irgish Ravada Barava ikpit. Ravada Barava sensed what was going on. He looked back. He reverse engineered the whole thing. He's like, Oh, you wanted to talk to me and learning while you happened to be taking barrels out of your house and then the house fell? So obviously you're using me for my zechuyos. And why was he upset? Because a person should never put themselves in a dangerous situation and say that I'm expecting a nays to happen. Because you can't always control everything. You can't, you can't be. And even if you want to say that they do a miracle for, for special people, they reduce, they lower the number of his zechuyos. How do we know that this is true? As the Pasuk says, I was waiting for someone to just like hit the laning, you know. It's waiting. I paused. My hava uvde de Rav Adabar Ava. What made him, Mark? This was all on you. I, I mean, I only so know he, he knows the truck better than me. By the way, good. you did the Ravi when you lamed this last time. Katonti. Was that you? Yeah. That was awesome. Right after Mark, it was it's great. Brought down. I want to make up the truck. No, 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 no. It's a machlokes. And uh, I think the Minchas Shai quotes by the word Katonti. Is it the uh, Kadma of Azla or is it the Ravi? I believe that as well. Yeah, that's, that's a true story. This camera needs to face both ways. We need a, we need a, yeah. So anyways, what, what were the milas of, uh, of Rav Ada Bar Ava? Let's see how many of the milas of Rav Ada Bar Ava do we have. So Kihad de Itmar. As it was stated, Shalu Talmid of the Rav Ada Bar Abba b'Mahe Arachta Yamin. Yeah, I actually did read that before we got yeah. into this little debacle about uh, Katonti. But anyways, I'll, I can read it again if you want. 10 for yeah, <laughs> ten for eleven. Says the Gemara, Amar Lahem Yomai Lohik Pati Besoch Beisi. Okay, I lost on that one. Never been strict in my house. Velo Taati Bifne Misha Godlmi Many. I've never stepped in front of someone who's greater than I am. Velo Hir Harti B'Mavu Osametunavos. I did not think about Torah in alleyways. Checkbox. I'm good at that one. That one I nailed. <laughs> For sure violated that one. End of conversation. Um, let's see. I never was happy with my friend. Okay, I'm not a bad person. Okay. Exactly what's going on. But nicknames, 
he always called people by their proper names. Is it a gnai to call a person by their nickname? There, we've heard these things before. Uh, I've had like people who uh, who are always mocked to call their children by the double name, whatever their name is. So my name is Hill Pincha. So like nobody does that. Well, one or two people in the world do that. Fine. Yeah. Rabbi Mushal calls me Hill Pincha every day. Hmm? Rabbi Mushal sitting in the base medrash over there he does it all the time. Amar le Rava le Rafram bar Papa. Tell me something awesome about Rahuna. We're about 12 lines or so from the bottom. I didn't know him in his childhood. But as an older person, I did know him. Whenever it was very cloudy outside, we needed a new infrastructure build. They all should have learned he would be moved around the community in a special chair of his that was made out of gold. And he would go around and he would take a, take a look at the whole city. And anytime he would see a bridge or see anything that wasn't built well, he would knock it down first. We don't need to have any anything bad happen. Knock it down. Now, im shouldn't be e. Im efshar limara. If it was something that could have been paid for by the owner, vanila, then the owner would fix it. Ve'ilo efshar. But if it's something that the owners couldn't uh, fund, vanila then he would pay for it. That was on uh, any time it was cloudy outside. He knew the rain was coming. He didn't want people to get hurt. Okay, very very caring person. And every Arab Shabbos have a Meshad He would send a, a messenger to the Shuk. Any leftovers, any leftover vegetables, he would buy them. But he'd throw them into the river. Why would he throw them into the river? Why don't you save them for Anim? He says, well, if I do that, then they're not going to take their money and go buy and they're going to offset the market because really they should be paying for food if they can. If they don't have any food, fine, but they should come to the market. Why would you toss it in the river? At least give it to an animal. Why is it Mamash Baltashchis? Says the He holds, and this is a din we've never seen in Shas, I don't believe, that we do not give food that belongs to a person, to an animal. We don't do that. Below Lisbon Eklal. So why are you buying it in the first place? Just leave it. Why would you do that? He says, if you don't buy it, then you're going to mess up the demand in the market. Let's say you buy the last 5% of the market. If you keep buy, if you don't buy the last 5% of the market, then the market's going to bring less next week because we see that, that the demand was less. It's all supply and demand. So if you need 1,000 red peppers, then you should bring 1,000 red peppers. But if every... If the last 10, 5% never get sold, I'm going to only bring uh, 950 red peppers. So that's what he was concerned about. The Arab Shabbos bring down the price of the cut fruit. They don't have yeah. laws. So is that going against the Gemara's version? No, I don't think Instead so. Instead of throwing it out, they're just selling it at half price or something? That's a good he idea. But there, what? He would purchase it. He would purchase it and throw it out. The seller can still sell. That's fine. They can still sell. They're coming up with clever ways to sell. He was just being a nice person and going beyond the letter of the law. They can do whatever they want. They can sell it if they want. He was just saying, I'm going to make everybody's lives a little easier. I'll buy the last 5% of the vegetables and toss them in the river because no one can eat them if they were not edible and whatever the case was. If he had some type of med, uh, something that was for healing purposes, some type of medication. So uh, he would fill up a container with the liquid. He'd hang it up on the hinge by his door. And he would say, 
the lishkol. Anyone who wants can come take it. It was he was able to leave it hanging at the door. I don't know what kind of medication it was probably something herbal. Some say that it wasn't milsa de asusa. What's milsa de shivsa? Have a gum here. This is uh, something to offset shivsa. Shivsa is a uh, is one of the shadim. It's one of the shadim for when people don't wash natilas yadayim, according to some of the rishonim here. They have a monach kuzah de He would put up a container of water right by his door. Ba'amar, anyone who didn't wash natilas yadayim called the tzarech lei Everyone should wash their hands so that they don't get hurt. Ki have a karech rifta when he would have a meal. Have a pasach lebave. He would open up the bave his door. Ba'amar, koman de tzarech lei Similar to the language we have by Pesach, anyone who needs to eat, feel free to come on in. Last line of chafam and beis. Amar Rava, Kulhu, of all of the features that you just mentioned about him, Matsina Mekaimna Levar Meha. I was able to do everything except the last one that Ravuna did. I was able to do everything except for hosting people for meal, meals, the low Matsina By that I couldn't do, top of Chafala from an Aleph, Mishum Denefisha because there were so many soldiers. In Mechuzah Machlokas, if this is speaking about soldiers or talking about something else, it's like the quartering act from uh, from eighth grade when we learned about the Constitution, where you're sometimes you're forced to house people. That's the, the Pasha language of the Gemara. Ilfa Rav Yochanan. Ilfa was uh, a very early Amora, as was Rav Yochanan. Habugarsi Beoraisa. This is the big Chakira about sitting in Kolel or about getting a job. That's what that is the Gemara right here at the top of Chafal of Hamanal. So. They were learning Torah. milsa tuba. They were they were extremely financially stressed. Amre, they said, let's get up and let's go do some work. We'll make a business. we can fulfill the pasuk. What does the pasuk say? The pasuk says, "Fs kilo that there shouldn't be poor people, and we're poor people, so let's go make some money." Azlu, they went. They were sitting next to a wall that, unbeknownst to them, was a rickety, dangerous wall. And they were having a meal. There were two angels that were having a conversation. And, and un- unbelievably, Shame Rabbi Yochanan, he was able to hear the dialogue. One Malach said to the other, Let's make this wall fall on top of them. And let's kill them. The oskin because they think that getting a job is better than sitting and learning, and they're being osik b'chayisha. Omar leidach, the other uh, of the two malachi ashari, says back to his friend to the other malach shavkinu leave them alone. The ikabuhuchad the kaimale shaita. There is one who will shine during this period of time, someone who's going to be very successful. Rav Yochanan Shama Ilfalo Shama. Rav Yochanan could hear them talking. This is like out of a sci-fi movie. Rav Yochanan was able to hear them talking, but not Ilfa. So Amarle Rav Yochanan Ilfa Shama Marmidi. Did you hear somebody talking? Did you hear anything? Amarle says, "Lo, I didn't hear anybody talking." So then he said to himself, "Amar Rav Yochanan said to himself, 'Me the Shama on of Ilfalo Shama. The fact that I am able to hear these malachim and Ilfa is not Shama mina the didi kaimali shaita." Now I know that the Abishter is is saying that this is my time to shine. So he said, "Amarle Rav Yochanan." Rabbi Yochanan says back to Ilfa, Ihadar, I'm going back, I'm going to fulfill a different pasuk, that there will always be poor people, and he chose the poor man's life. That was Rabbi Yochanan's choice. Rabbi Yochanan Hadar, he went back, Ilfa lo Hadar, Ilfa went out and, and went, uh, he, he went into business. Fine. By the time Ilfa came back to town, Malik Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan had already become in charge. He was now the Rosh Yeshiva. Okay. So Amrulo, 
they said to him, Had you, Ilfa, come back, there would have been no chance that uh, Rav Huna, that Rav Yochanan would have become the Rosh Hashiva. You're a better learner than he was. Uh, but okay, just is what it is. But you didn't come back. So he became in charge. So Rav Yochanan is now the Rosh Hashiva. Azal, and he was so broken. And he positioned himself at the top of the mast of a ship. Omar, he said, If anybody asks me a Mishnah from Rav Chia or from Rav Oshaya, and I can't find its match from that brisa to a Mishnah, I will fall from the mast of the boat, the Tavana, and I will drown. Asa Usaba, last of the short lines, and Aleph, Amid Aleph, halfway down. So there was an older gentleman, Tanale, he says in regards to um, a Yerusha, Haomer, if a person says before he dies that when he dies, the Yerusha should be they should get money every week. Really, a shekel is not enough. They really should be getting more money. It should be a sella. So then we don't listen to the specificity of his shekel request. We say a sella is also fine. But if his language was flipped around, a very specific language about shekel, then a nosen lehem ela shekel, then their weekly allowance is only going to be a shekel. Im Omar Mesu Yarshu, that he says that if his children were to die, and therefore they're no longer Yorshim, then Yorshu Acherim Tachtem, that the next generation could be the Yorshim. So then Bain Sha'amar Tnu, Bain Sha'amar Altitnu, whether or not he said Shekel loosely or Shekel with, with specificity. So then Einos, then Lehem Ela Shekel, fine, that's what the Gemara says. So that the Gemara presents this case as he's standing up on the mast. Wait a minute, I, I have a Brysa. This Brysa about the person uh, who the Arusha and the Shekel. So he answered the question. Um, you know, Ilfa was standing at the top of the mast. Amar Lehamani, that's Rav Meir. I know what I'm talking about. To Amar, mitzvah lekayim divrei hames. End of the story. Also, a very unique story. What's with the boat? Why is he standing up on the mast? Why is he threatening to jump off of the mast? That's not allowed and drown himself. Why is the old guy throwing this of all missionaries? Or no, he may have given him a layup. We don't know. We don't know what he did. He may have given him a mission. Oh, yeah, Hilchos Yerusha. Everybody knows Hilchos Yerusha. I don't know what he gave him because I don't know what. Uh, it's Ilfa. Remember, remember, he's a great time. He says Chavrusa was Rav Yochanan. He wasn't. A, he wasn't a slouch. So the whole thing is really very, uh, very strange stories. All of these kinds of stories in Shas are multi-layered, very deep, lots of Torah, and we don't have any time. And I don't know what it's talking about. I have to learn it. I don't know what it is. So I'm just going to tell you that it's deep. I know it's deep. I just don't know what it is. All right, let's talk about Nachamish Gamzu. We are four lines, three lines into the wide line. Says the Gemara, um, an amazing story. Amar Alav al Nachamish Gamzu said about Nachamish Gamzu that was his name. He was blind in both eyes. Both of his hands had been uh, amputated. Both of his legs had been cut off, and as well. Just for the final, his body was covered in boils. Not the best, uh, not the best scenario to be in. And he lived in a house that was rickety. It was not a stable house. And the feet of his bed were actually placed in little buckets of water. So that no ants could get up there. Why? Because he couldn't, he didn't have hands to brush them off. So it was like a little protective measure to make sure it's fine. Okay, good. Pamachas, 
One time, Bikshu Talmidov Lefanos Mitaso, they wanted to take his bed out. They were going to move him to a new apartment. They were going to clean out his house, whatever they were doing. They wanted to first take out the bed, followed by taking out the Kalim. But Nachamish Gamzu corrected them six lines into the wide lines, two thirds of the way down. You guys first are going to take out the Kalim and then come get me who is lying in my bed. I can guarantee you, for as long as I'm in my house, which meant on the bed because he couldn't walk. This house is not going anywhere. So they listened. So they saw that he was a big tzaddik from this story, that he was able to guarantee that the house would not fall for as long as he was in it. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. If you're so righteous, if you're, if you're so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, why is it that things are so bad for you? You're, you're a, a quadruple amputee, you're blind, and you have boils everywhere in your body. Amar lahem, banai, ani garamti le'atzmi. I caused this to myself. Shepamachas, there was once a time. Hayisi mahalach baderach lebeischami. I was uh, going to my uh, to my in-laws' house to my father-in-law. Vaya imo and imi, and I had with me masui gimel chamor in my head. Three donkeys laden with goods. Echad shel meichel, echad shel mishta, echad shel mine megadim. One for food, one for drink, and one for uh, sweets. Ba'ani echad, there was one poor person. Ve'amarli baderach, and he stood in the road. Ve'amarli Rebbe Parnasani said, "Please give me something to eat. Feed me. Give me a little bit of a parnasa." Amarti, I said, Amarti lo, Nachamish Gamzu responded, Hamtain, just wait one second. I just have to, I just have to unload the donkeys. I have to take them off the packages off so I can feed you. Loispakti lifrok I didn't even have the opportunity to be lifrok minachamor to take everything down. So the person died. He passed away. So he was distraught. I went over to his body at this mace, this person who just died. I fell onto his face. I said, My eyes, which didn't give enough chesed to you, they should become blind. My hands, which were not thoughtful to what your hands needed, and my legs, I should be amputated here as well. But still, he said, it wasn't enough for me. And I Still, my neshama was bouncing around inside. The only way I was able to feel better to assuage my guilt for having been part of the cause of this person's death was to be maleshchin. What did he do wrong? Look at the words of the Gemara. Hold on. I need to unload the donkeys. Doesn't say that. No. No, that might be the problem, but it doesn't say that. It just says that he said, wait until I... But he didn't hold anything up, at least according to it. He didn't hold anything up. He said, hold on, I'm going to get it. The Gemara seems bepashtus that he did nothing wrong. Yeah. So that's why it's Jesus. That's Nachem because had he, like, had he realized... Had he realized the position in which the Ani was in, maybe he would have worked faster, but he wasn't. That's what the Gemara seems to imply. Okay. I'm not answering. I'm just saying it's, I'm raising a question because the Gemara. What? Say I feel like I should do this. Right. You, you didn't put them. Again, you cut your legs off and put your arms. Sure, we think about that all the time. I would put boils on our body. No, he didn't. How did the legs magically show up? It's not like you cut off one hand and cut off the other. He said it should happen. As you can. Once you cut
You're going to tip over. You can cut off both legs if you still have your hand. That's true. And one of your arms. And one arm. And one arm. That's true. This conversation is not as halachic as I was anticipating. So. It's almost seems self. I don't want to say it. almost seems like selfish. He's doing this, but he'd be healthy. He'd be so much more productive citizen. He came over more, so maybe. Yeah. I'm asking the question without an answer. I'm just saying, what did he do wrong? Because the Gemara Bepashtas does not indicate what he did wrong. So the story continues. He asked for Shechin. Amrulo, they said to him, Oi Lanu, it's unfortunate for us, that we have to see you this way. He responds, No, three fourths of the way down, halfway through the wide lines. Amr Lahem, he said to them, Oi Li, Im Lori I'd be in big trouble if you didn't see me this way. You're going to just say that or you're going to yeah, read it? He said that he blamed himself for not looking close enough at the man uh, yep. to, to decide the situation, right? His failure led him to dismount from his donkey, remove his sack, untie him, or Instead, he should have. I think the problem is calling a donkey a donkey. He opened his binding to get a piece of food for the dying man. Because of this delay, he caused him his death. So nothing to create upon himself. His eyes failed to observe. Uh, to, to be blinded. Right, the whole So he, it, it's self-inflicted. It yeah. seems self-inflicted because if a Kaddish Baruch wanted to give an Onesh, let him give an Onesh. He said, he, he paskened on himself what the Onesh should be. And he asked for it. So that's all. It's like, it, just, it raises a good... He says were shocked, like they would get like all these different things. So he had the desire to be a perfect Sadiq and he had a fair punishment for everyone who made these infractions. I can't wait to make sure that how Pashit Sadaki is first. That's still the. Yep, it's a lot. The Amai Karule Nachamish Why did he earn the name of Nachamish Gamzu? The Komilsa, the Havasal Kale. Anything would have happened to him, Amar Gamzu Latova. And in fact, the Gemara tells a beautiful story to that end. Zimnachada, Bo Lishturi Yisrael Doron Abe Kesar. The Jewish community wanted to send a gift to Caesar. Amru, Amru, man Yezel, who should be the one who brings it? Yezel Nachamish Gamzu, the Malumad Benisimhu. He should do it because he's uh, he's prior, to this prior, prior. He's he's a regular as it relates to miracles, prior to his uh, self-inflicted yeah, consequence, presumably. So Shadju Biyade says they put it in his hands. So I'm being with Daye because he has hands. Is that not a good to you? That's strong. Strong to you? Shaju biyade male sifta de avanim tovos umargalios. They had a, a chest, a, a container that was filled with expensive stones with uh, diamonds and rubies. Azal bas be'ahudir, and he ended up staying in someone's house. Belayla at night, at night, nice. At night, Kamu Hanach Diurai, the people who were his hosts, Vishaklinhu, Lesifte, they took the chest, Umalunhu Afra, and with an equal weight, they filled it with dirt. Kimata Hasam, the next day when he got to the Caesar, Sharinhu, they opened up Lesifta, and Chazanhu Demalu Afra, they saw that it was filled with dirt, and the king was furious. Bo Malka, the Miktalinhu Lakulu, he wanted to kill everyone in the entourage. He didn't. What is this? You're bringing me a whole chest filled with dirt. Omar, are the Jews mocking me? Are they laughing at me? This is what they bring me as a gift. So Omar, he said under his breath, Nachum said, Gamzu Immediately, Asa Elio, Elio comes on the scene. 
and he seemed to be like one of Caesar's soldiers. He looked like one of them. Omar lay the soldier, in quotes, Telio, he says to the, the Caesar, maybe this is dirt that is dirt from the times of Avram Avinu, when he would throw up the dirt, it becomes swords. Gili, when he throws up the stones, they become arrows. So he says, maybe that's the case, and maybe that's really what the gift is. Maybe the, the bag of powder, the chest of powder, is really this very special, powerful gift from the times of Avram. So they tested it. Havia, there was one, they weren't able to conquer it. So they tested it. They took the dirt up, they threw it in the air, and miraculously, it turned into uh, swords and it turned into arrows, and they took over the city. They went into their storage house. Look at that. It's back to where he started. Those people stole from him a chest full of rubies and diamonds. And then the gift that he got from the Caesar was rubies and diamonds. He was sent out. Um, with a with an entourage of, of the Caesars his own to show how chash of a, of a person Nachamish Kamzu was. Kiyasu Bay. So we went back to the same house where he was staying on the way there, Bahudiura, same place. Amrulay, my Isis Lach Yikra Kulehai. Why are they uh, why did they send all of the Khashiv people from the government to, to walk you back? You seem to be so Khashiv in their eyes. I know what I did. I sent you with dirt. How is it that you're coming back with all the Khashivas of the of the Malchus? Whatever I took from here, I gave over there. I didn't know any different. I didn't look inside. So this family is like, Givaldic, that worked? Okay. They knocked down their house. They crushed it all up and they brought it to the king. We've got more of the same magic powder that Nachum gave you. Same exact location, same house, same shovels, same exact source. It's all perfect. Take it. But Kuha, they checked it below Ashkechu, and they were not able to, to, to affect the same results as when Nachum was involved. And these people were killed. That is the story of Nachum Ishkamzu. We'll pick up right here, Mirza Hashem, on Shabbos, three lines from the bottom. Seems wishing you all a beautiful night.